Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. We've been praying and we've prayed and uh, we're going to come straight to what God has for us. I want to be giving... Uh, to start kind of simple definitions this evening so let's pray father god we just want to thank you we exhort you lord um once again we do know that your word is life and spirit we're asking god that even as your word comfort let it be life let it be transformation let it be impartation and may the people receiving it bring forth a hundredfold fruit return in jesus name amen, amen. so well we we are into family life conference and uh, convincingly some of you are already going to be having changes impartations deliverances and freedom from everything that have been oppressing you hallelujah the subject is the man and the family that's the theme of the conference and that's what we're going to be examining the man and the family um, let me read first of all from the book of Proverbs chapter 24 verse 3 and 4 And from the New Living Translation if you have it Let me first read from this I just want to lay some foundation tonight Proverbs 24 verse number 3 A house is built by wisdom And becomes strong through good sense are we there? A house is built by wisdom and becomes strong through good sense. So I need you to, to consider that and just keep it right there, even in your jota, whatever, as the main scripture that you need to meditate on, you need to think about. Understanding that a house can only be built by wisdom and it becomes strong and good through good sense. You begin to realize at the end of the day that most of the things you feel is they are devils attacking your family. They are not actually devils. They are just lack of common sense. Just lack of wisdom. Inability to live by wisdom with your spouse brings all of the troubles that you may have in your home but you end up thinking it's the devil that is fighting you praise the living God so a house is built by what? by wisdom and becomes strong through what? common sense you need to apply those two words wisdom and common sense hallelujah Verse 4 Through knowledge His rooms are filled With all sorts of precious riches and values Or valuables Through what? Through knowledge The wise are mightier than the strong And those with knowledge grow stronger and stronger those with good knowledge they grow what 
stronger and stronger. So the first thing, why am I reading the scripture? Anything you are handling, anything you must use, anything you feel you could make use of or live by, there's a need for you to have knowledge about that thing. So if we're be talking about family, we, we should be able to have some basic knowledge as to what family really is. Amen? Are you with me? If you, if you buy a car, you have a knowledge of the car on how it performs. So we're talking about knowledge now in relation to the family. We're talking about what actually is a family. How is a family supposed to operate? What are the duties or functions of each family, if you will, on the face of the earth? We need to know this. So the wise man, get this, gets mightier, if you will, than the strong and those with what knowledge grows stronger and stronger. That means we have knowledge about your home. The home will become stronger and stronger on a daily basis. You won't be able to come to start thinking about one power is trying to do you. One maybe your, I don't know. You know we have issues where we talk about my mother-in-law is not wanting me here. My father-in-law doesn't want me here. You know all kind of complaint. But I'm trying to make you understand that if you have accurate knowledge about marriage and you know what you are doing with your relationship to your husband there is no mother-in-law father-in-law or devil-in-law that's going to come to disrupt your home are you with me praise the lord so true wisdom in house it built now i want you to get this again that let me take this Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 7. Amplified translation. Proverbs 4, verse number 7. Amplified translation. The beginning of wisdom is get knowledge. Amplified translation, if you have it. Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 7. Okay. The beginning of wisdom is what get wisdom which is skillfully and godly wisdom for skillful and godly wisdom is the principal thing and with all you have gotten get what understanding which is discernment comprehension and interpretation of the wisdom you have received now you must understand that the word of god is wisdom you see, that's why Solomon was the wisest man as it were on the face of the earth because he was applying the scriptures. Hallelujah. Now, understand something. There's a big difference between knowledge and information. They are not the same thing. Hallelujah. There's a big difference between knowledge and information. What you have to get is knowledge, not information. If you receive a word from the Lord that you can't apply and you don't apply, it is nothing but information. Hallelujah. Wisdom, you must understand, is the application of the knowledge you have acquired. 
the wisdom you have acquired the application of wisdom i mean of knowledge is wisdom that's why I said Solomon was a white dead man because he found the book, he read through the book, he could apply the book. Remember the story where two women had an issue and they came to decide who was a child. He simply applied the scripture because the Lord says, if somebody else, you know, makes another man's animal to suffer or whatever, take the life and divide it into two as a well-paying part. And Solomon got to see that. And the other woman said, no, let the child grow up. When the child grows up, you'll be able to find who actually is the mother. Solomon said, you are the woman, you are the mother. And that happened because he applied simple principles from the book of Exodus 22. Simple principles. The application of knowledge is wisdom. So when, when, when you have all of the knowledge you are going to be gathering in this conference, if you don't apply them, then you lack wisdom. Now, the point is this. Wisdom, which scripture made us to understand, is one of the things by which a house is built. Is that okay? Good. Wisdom is the base by which a house is built. So if you want to build your house, every knowledge you are going to gather from this conference, apply it. Then you are a wise person. Did you understand what I'm saying here? Praise the Lord. Information, like I said, is not necessarily truth. What sets a man free is truth, not information. One thing again is truth is original. <laughs> Praise the living God. We must understand that we are in God's kingdom, and kingdom citizens have their own virtues and values by which they live their lives so when we're talking about the family we're talking about the principles and the virtues that are found in kingdom oriented people heavenly wisdom is what we're talking about praise the lord what is the purpose of a family i will just say this and then i'll begin to give you the definition of a family this evening I'm going to run through just simple definitions Tomorrow we begin to build What is the purpose of a family? Family is the oldest Of the cultures that have ever existed Is the oldest When we talk about family Is the oldest institution That God himself put in place The oldest institution that God himself put in place. Now, if you must find the purpose for the family, you go to the altar we instituted the family. And that is where knowledge comes in. So the knowledge you are going to be acquiring is directly connected to what the original man that instituted the family put together. Are you there? Family is a cure for every social malfunctioning and the rebuilding of national consciousness. Social malfunctioning. By that I mean whatever you find in the society that is not right is a product 
of a malfunctioning family. Hallelujah. The cure for every social malfunctioning, every form of malady, and the rebuilding of a solid society is found in family. A nation that has strong family base, we have a solid and a better culture and make more progress. Look through. Most of the people that we say they are arm robbers, they are murderers, they are bandits, they came from homes. Am I correct? They came from homes. You have to understand that. Now, don't tell me society is corrupting them. The premise, the first thing, they might have a solid foundation. Therefore, society helps to correct them or to influence them because they never had a solid foundation. You can't be a thief if you have never been a thief before. Just going to the bank and you become a thief. No. If your foundation is solid from the home, even if the money is made available, you will steal it. Praise the Lord. I listened to one bishop in Ghana around the 80s. I got the tape from somebody. And one thing the father was saying to his friend saved the whole of his life from getting involved in occult or courtism. Now what happened? Anytime his father visit, I mean the friend visit his father, They'll be escorting each other. Maybe the father will be escorting the man home. And halfway, they will turn and he's escorting his one. So that's how both of them will be moving and talking. But if they are finally parting ways, they will use one word. The evil that men do lives after them. Good night. They say that to themselves. Now this boy was hearing any time, most times, where they say that. Even if the father comes to the house, I mean the friend comes and is going back, the evil that men do lives after them. So one time as he was growing up, he was involved, somebody took him to go and join a society. And the day of initiation, they lit a candle and gave some other chance and they asked to put his hand on the fire or the flame of the candle. And as he rests his hand there, he starts feeling the heat. Two things begin to happen to him. He's thinking of the court he's joining. But that word that the father's friend used to say began to ring. The evil that men do lives after them. When that word becomes so strong in his mind, he pulled his hand off from the flame of the fire. And he told the people, I don't want to join anymore. For the evil that men do lives after them. He's a bishop today in Ghana. One word that he picked from the father. The society is what it is because the family is not there. Are you there with me? Praise the living God. What is the purpose of the family? Is it foundation 
unit for reproduction. The foundation unit for reproduction. The purpose. It's a prototype of society. The family is like a mini society. And I want you to pick that. It's just like a macrocosm of a microcosm. In other words, a garden within a garden. A wall within a wall. The family is the prototype of the society. So what you find a family, you find on a larger society. Are you still there with me? Like I said, the family is the foundation of the society. You can't separate what is going on in society from what is happening in families. You can't separate it. Let's have a look at it this way. I think last year or thereabouts, when we were writing exams or whatever, work, here was a father that paid money for the child to cheat while they were writing work. He employed and paid money. This somebody who had gone to school and they are writing exams. And he, he had to pay extra to make sure the child cheats during the exam. Now, what kind of child is that going to be when he finally finds himself in this society? So, when you're talking about corruption, it started from home. A lot of people are already corrupted before they find themselves in this society. Are you still with me? So the family is the foundation of the society. So I'm going to make you understand what kind of society are you looking towards? What kind of family are you building? What kind of children are you raising? Hallelujah. I remember when we were in school, how many times did people approach me that we should go join court? You have the Vikings, you have the Buccaneers, you have the, you know, all of those people, the pirates, how many of them came to me? But I told them I just can't belong to any of those things. I don't need them. I don't need those things to leave. Because the family that I came from, I have an orientation that those things are not what really gives me life. But see your children go to school before they finish from school. They are graduating and coming back. They are either buccaneers or pirate, black ass and blue axe, whatever the case may be. They never had the right orientation before they went to school. I am trying to make you understand that the society cannot corrupt any man that is solidly built. And that's why the Bible says, train up your child in the way he should go. And when he grows up, he will not depart from it. That means even if he goes to school or goes to society, he will not depart from it. Hallelujah. The society is, the, I mean, the, the, the family is the bedrock for human revival. Instead of going extinct, humanity progresses but it's going to be through the family. So therefore, 
the destruction of the family is a destruction of the society. Any society that is destroyed is directly connected to the orientation that the family is producing in their children. The destruction of the family equals the destruction of what? The societies. And so, all ills in the society can be linked to faulty family foundation. If you like, don't believe that. But I'm saying this is the truth. All ills in the society can be linked directly to faulty family foundations. Now, how many of you sometimes can see people speak, you say, you are not well brought up. Have you heard that before? What are you saying? So indirectly you know that a problem is from the family, not the child. You, you, you know, they will just tell you, you didn't come from a good home. <laughs> so there are good homes and there are bad homes. With that statement alone, we are saying, your parents did not raise you well. Therefore, you don't come from a good home. So now, where are you manifesting, I mean, manifesting the ills or the foolishness in the society? So when the society is foolish, they are like connected to their foundation. Are you there with me? And what's the foundation? The home. I was discussing with someone, I will share with my wife or something. See, it is illegal for the society to raise your kids. It is completely illegal. <laughs> the society is not meant to raise your children. You are supposed to raise your children for the society. Therefore, the society cannot give rules in the true sense that can raise a solid foundation in terms of a family. You know, we have all of this in the Western culture. You handle your child in a way and the next thing they call the police for you. Isn't it? You know, they want to tell you that you don't know how to raise your child. <laughs> but I'm telling you, that is not what God intended or how God intended it to be. A family is a family. Society cannot raise your children for you. It's wrong. What the society have put in place as standard or morals may not be what you have for your nuclear family. And I was telling with you a funny story in the U.S. Here was this, a sister that was dealing with the child, and the child just went and picked the phone. Hello, just call the police. Call the police. My, my mother is maltreating me or whatever. And less than 10 minutes, here were three policemen by the gate. They came in now. Now they, they come in to deal with the mother who is maltreating the boy. And the woman came to the gate and said, What is it? Say, your child called the police. And so we're here. Why are you maltreating this child? And the mother said, Excuse me. I am a single mother taking care of this boy. The father is not here. But he will not listen to me. So I have to beat him up so that he can listen. 
and he gave the I mean the reason why she did what she did. And the police turned around and said, You young man, don't call the police anymore. You must obey your mother. That was a good policeman. Are you following what I'm talking about? You see, so we have very rude and stubborn people because they feel the society can protect them. There was another one that happened in the UK. They are Nigerians, but they were growing up in the UK. The father will say this, the boy will jump. The mother will say this, the boy will jump. I will call the police on you. I will call the police on you. Okay, fine. And the father one day just said, man, we're going home on holidays to Nigeria. And then they parked and they got to the airport. And when they got to the immigration, where they are showing passports, as soon as the boy presented the passport to the immigration officer, I was returning the father collected it. And the next thing, when they get slapped on the face, say, now we are in Nigeria. You are stupid. And I'm just telling you that you are not going back to UK. The guy remains here in Nigeria. You can't bring so all those kind of things and wait. The, okay. <laughs> Proverbs 22 verse number 6. You see, don't allow these things and society is not meant to raise your child for you. No. We have societies that say, oh, homosexuality is legalized this one is legalized isn't it lesbianism is legalized you can talk oh free wall free free choice or whatever the case may be and you want your child to imbibe that and when you say no they call the police on you nonsense you will tell me if you are the one that gave birth to that child for me 22 verse 6 train up a child in the way you should go. He didn't say society train up the child. Train up a child in the way you should go. And when it's old, he will not depart from it. Praise God. When it's old, he will not depart. Even if he goes into the wall, even if he goes to a school, he will not depart. Train up. Hallelujah. And I like the way I was listening to one man's moral teaching sometime. I like the way he, made, he illustrated this. He said, Train. What's a train? It's not just about instruction. A train is the, I mean, the front side, which is the, the main engine. The house there carries a lot of cargo sections. So train up. In other words, move and let your children follow you. So train up. Are you following what I'm talking about? They, they train you are the train the children have to come they are the coaches following train up follow me you see what would i just now me and my house we will serve the lord not what society tells us so don't tell me the society i'm saying it again and again it is completely illegal for the society to raise your child for you Some people even say, I don't like the church you're going. I remember one time there was a child that was with us, and the father put the child in a very high standard school. I was pumping money into the child's health in secondary school, and this child got connected with a lot of other friends. Money was coming, so the money was going, and at the same time, was filling his papers. And then the father brought the child to me and said, this child 
need deliverance. I said, deliverance, say what? What is the problem? He said, it's not doing well. As a child, who are your friends? He explained. Ah, the father, how much did you pump into this child? He said, I'm spending so much. I said, yes. You are spoiling so much too. What was the deliverance I conducted? Change the child's school. And they simply change the child's school. The child begins to perform. And what's the next thing? The child finally graduated. That was a child that was repeating class. The deliverance was very simple. Change the child's school. Was that not easy? The name of Jesus was not even involved in that one. What was the demon there that was making the child not to succeed? Association and a lot of money were pumping upon the head of this child. Because you think you had money. Did you get what I'm saying here? Train up a child. Hallelujah. So, if you have to train up a child, it also means there are some things you must know. It means there are some values you must adhere to, even in your family. <laughs> the training is not just shouting and beating. The training is living by example. Are you following me? So, if I may ask you, how do you handle money? I mean, you think your children don't know how you handle money? <laughs> A friend was speaking to me, and he said, but I'm surprised. I said, what is that? He said, my children just start telling me. This guy helps a lot of people. He said, our father have money, and his people that used it, we don't see the money, but our father has money. So your child knows you're spending but you're not spending it at home. Now they are jealous. Are you following what I'm talking about? Now, I'm not saying that is wrong. What I'm trying to say is your children know exactly what you're doing. So when you say train up a child, it's not a matter of carrying a big cane all the time. I'm one father that doesn't have to flog children. I think for this time, Maxwell group, I don't know how many times I ever tried to flog Maxwell, maybe once. When I was trying to flop, please, oh, daddy, daddy, and then I have to drop the cane. I couldn't even do it. All I was, I was trying to flog her. Hey, daddy, daddy. I dropped the cane. I don't know how to flog, but I have to speak words into your life. I can tell you something, and you can live with it the rest of your life. Train up a child is not a matter of carrying big weapons and big, you know, having a bed, special bed for each child. That's not what I'm talking about. What values do you really have that your child can't emulate? Are you following what I'm talking about? What values are you living by? I mean, what are your children seeing? Praise the living God. You see, my children can tell you what I watch. Maybe some of you don't know what I watch. If I want to relax, the only thing I relax with is a crazy thing. And that is American wrestling. WWE. And all of them knows that. So one thing I said, Daddy, your program is all. I just jump there and just watch. When time is finished, I go back and relax. I'm with my Bible. Or I'm sleeping off. Are you there with me? 
Your children knows all the channels you are watching. Now, if the channels are not productive, don't expect your children to be productive. Are you following what I'm saying here? Hallelujah. Train up a child in the way she goes, and when he grows, it will not depart. So if we can train up our children, we can raise our children, bring up the standard that we need to put up in the family, the society will be a better place. All the prayers of God help us in this country. God help us in this country. This demon of whatever, demon of that. They all came from home. He said, somebody's child. I remember one time. <laughs> somebody was asking funny. And then, much uh, <laughs> I said. So, this one also have a father, right? <laughs> and that's the point. When you exhibit your foolishness outside, the whole thing goes back to your father or your mother. Train up a child. Sisters, <laughs> how is your kitchen like? And this is family. Because you see, when you don't know how to raise your child in the kitchen, you are preparing another family that will be completely nonsense. At the end of the day because by the time she gets married she doesn't even know how to prepare the food hmm? in the village you have these um old people when they put salt when they want to put salt right in the food they put it and they do this right yeah uncle can bear witness to that they put the salt and then they do this you know and then later they come and then they taste it and all that. Now, this young girl got married who was not allowed to do anything. The mother was doing everything. Now it's time to cook. So the food was on fire. And then you open the food and do this. <laughs> Glory to God. And the husband said, what are you doing? He said, I'm adding salt. <laughs> say, why do you do that? See, that's where my mother used to do it. <laughs> Train up a child. So now that woman has been able to train a child who puts salt in food with the hands. You see what I'm talking about? What kind of mother are you? That's the point. When you raise up children who can prepare food, tell, tell some, some women to make indomie for you. It's an issue. You will swear never to eat indomie again in your life. Because every time you take one spoon, you say, I'm okay. So are you surprised why your husbands and young men they prefer to eat in hotels because somebody was not well trained are you there with me praise the lord am i helping anybody this family conference we're trying to lay some foundation so time is almost up let me give you a simple definition and then we'll continue from there tomorrow if you check the dictionary definition of the word family is talking about a lineage a lineage you know from one to the other one to the other and sometimes we talk about family trees right okay you want to trace your family trees trace to third fourth generation behind and then 
you find yourself that you came from Colombia and say that's my family I'm not talking about that the definition of a family in a very simple word is male and female period husband and wife once the husband and wife comes together the children joins the family but the family is actually husband and wife go with me to Malachi chapter 2 verse 14 you can take from any translation you want Malachi chapter 2 verse 14 yet you say wherefore because the Lord has been witness between thee and the wife of the youth against whom thou have dead treacherously yet is she the companion and the wife of thy covenant and verse 14 says I did not he make did not he make one yet had he this residue of the spirit and wherefore one that he might seek what a godly seed therefore take heed to your spirit and let none dare treacherously against the wife of his youth take it to your spirit so the beginning of a family is the two spirit or one spirit or the two spirit becoming one for instance he that is joined to the lord is one spirit it becomes a family hebrew chapter 2 tells us jesus speaking i'm not ashamed to call them my brethren we are family with him why because our spirit are joined together with his spirit now the bible says take heed to your spirit so marriage is actually a spiritual thing two spirits coming together to become one are you there with me hallelujah so what exactly is the family like i said the first family started in eden with adam and eve there was nobody else the family already started with adam and eve before they had came before they had able can you begin to see that even the the children they finally brought brought problem to the family at the end of the day and that's why david will pray god permit not to bring forth for trouble because when he saw the life of absalom oh it would have been better i don't even have a child are you still following what i'm talking about that's why this thing is so serious a conference that for those of you who are not yet married and those of you who are just married those of you who are just raising children you begin to pray over your children permit me not to bring forth for trouble are you still with me it's not enough to bring forth there is a bringing forth that land up in trouble and there's a bringing forth that bring forth in joy this is why you take the prayer point serious in this meeting permit me lord not to bring forth for trouble because at the end of the day when king started his trouble 
you know what Eve and Adam begin to have permit me not to bring forth trouble so the family ordinarily begins with a husband and wife and then God seeks for a godly seed not just seed but godly seed so what you should be praying for oh God may I have godly seed out of this family it's not enough to have seed they have to be godly seed are you see that with me somebody and I want you to understand that what we are here for for these three days is not a joke it's not just another conference we are talking about building a society you see we are talking about raising a people that will become president or governors tomorrow not the times that we end up taking all the people's money are you still following what I'm saying here meetings like this should be where people who are just about getting married to attend so that they can see clearly what they are entering into and what they are about to do God demands that they come and produce a godly seed not just seed hallelujah I guess like I'm saying David prayed that prayer and said God Permit me not to bring forth for trouble because when he saw the trouble from Absalom, it's like saying, God, why did you allow me to give back to this guy? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Why did you allow me? Remember in those days of Oyenusi in this country, that terrible arm robber. And when they were there to kill him, I think he had to call the mother. And then give a serious bite on the ear and said, If you have trained me well, I would not have been an arm robber. You are stupid. <laughs> he just said, let me tell you something. Give a serious bite on the mother's ear. You didn't train me well. That's why I become an arm robber. You see that? Even the arm robbers knows that they have problems from their home. Are you still there with me? That is why most of them don't take their money home to do anything. They would rather waste it because they felt you never took care of them. Therefore, they won't steal to come and help you. Are you still following what I'm talking about? So, Cain brought trouble to the family between Cain, I mean, uh, Adam and Eve. They were living their life quietly, rejoicing when they bring up, uh, rejoicing. You understand that? Until Cain showed up and became a devil and began to kill even the distant family. So, he began to destroy the system. I'm doing a post now on Facebook. Those of you have time to read it. The foundation of the world began with Cain. The problem we are having today started with Cain. Not with Abel. Not with Adam and Eve. But with Cain. Because the scripture says, Cain was of the evil one. Of the evil one. The seed of the serpent. That's why you should pray, God, permit me not to bring forth trouble. Even if I have two, may they be righteous seed. If I have five, may they be godly seeds. May they be seed that will bring forth glory not just to me, but to you, O oh God. May your children not be the people that will make them curse God because he gave birth to them. Are you still willing? You need to pray. You need to pray. It's not enough to say you have a family. It's not enough to say you are married. It's not enough. 
Because through this seed, Malaika 2, God wants a godly seed. That means you populate the universe with godly seed. How many of you understand when God created man and woman? Say, let them bring forth in our likeness. You understand that? In our image. That means God intended Adam and Eve to reproduce themselves as godly people. But what did they find at the end of the day? When the woman finally submitted to the dictates of a fellow in the garden, that's where Cain came from. The womb of the woman was corrupted because she paid close attention to somebody else and not to the husband. Because if Cain had, I mean, Eve had attempted to just call the husband and say, hey, listen, dear, hey, honey, listen, our neighbor came to me this afternoon and was telling me that that tree over there, we can eat it. What do you think about it? You understand that? But she never did that. She fell in love with a fellow. Then she all the conversation and became, Oh, I love this tree. God is going to make you wise. Now she got a revelation that the husband never had. And she shot with it into limelight. And that's where we have a lot of problems in our home. We're going to touch that. But I would like to stop tonight by letting you know. The only thing, only reason God intended you to get married is to bring forward godly seed. Godly seed. Sometimes when I look at the life of people like even Samuel, Sarah, and then look at John the Baptist, all the people that were denied fruit in their early time, they brought forth giants in the spirit on the face of the earth. So it's not a matter of being in a hurry. It's a matter of producing godly seed that will influence society, that will change society. Samuel became a judge in Israel. John the Baptist was a prophet. Everybody, he turned a great revival out of Israel. Everybody was coming to him for baptism. But guess what? The mother was barren for so many years. That you have not had your seed now doesn't mean God has denied you. You are going to have your seed. Maybe it's going to be after this conference, you will have your seed. Because now you have received something into your life. You are desiring the right thing. God has delayed your time so that you can come to this season to desire the right thing so that you don't bring forth trouble. Are you listening to me? Stand up, somebody. I just want us to begin to pray. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.